Tonight's year, Erica, Nita, Maya, Women's Learning Division of Adash Shurin, during the week of Parshas Pinchas. Next week, Parshas will be no shear. I'll let everybody know what's going on. Okay. The fourth bracha of benching, as we said last week, is the bracha that is Midrabonim. The first three brachas of benching are in the Torah, Midoraisa. The fourth benching is the bracha, which is Midrabon. Now, in the fourth bracha benching, we say the words, Baruch HaTor Hashem, Elokeinu Melech HaOilom, Hokeel Ovinu, Malkeinu. Hokeel Ovinu, Malkeinu. Adireinu, Boreinu, Goyaleinu, Yotreinu, Kiddoshenu, Kiddosh Yaakov. Next week, Bully Nether, or the week after that, we'll try to talk about the words Kiddosh Yaakov, Bully Nether. Roeinu, our shepherd, Roe Yisrael, HaMelech HaToiv, the king who is good, Bahamaitiv, and does good, Lakol, to everyone. Shebechol, Yom, Yom, every day, who hateiv, he does good, who mateiv, he does good, who yateiv, he will do good, who gumalanu, he rewards us, who gumalanu. Who yigmalenu? He will reward us. Lad l'cheinu l'chesed or rachamim or ever chatzolah or biatzlocha. And for the chatzlocha, he gives us the atzolah. He gives us the brach. He gives us the shua. Nechama parnasa b'chokolah. Excuse me. V'rachamim b'chayim b'sholom b'chol toiv u'mikol tov li'olam ayechasreinu. An incredible brach of thanking Hashem for all the goodness. Two weeks ago, we asked the kasha. Last week we answered the kasha. The kasha was, what does this, what does this bracha have to do with benching? Gemara says in brachis, hatoyiv ha-metiv. Hatoyiv is because the bodies did not decompose. Ba-metiv is because the bodies were buried. Which bodies? The bodies of Betar. What happened in Betar? The Churban bias took place in the year 70. And Beta was approximately 65 years later, a little less than that. And in Beta, there was an incredible city. And the city was led by Barkeichle, as was all about to show at that time. Barkeichle was an incredibly powerful individual. Barkeichle was so great that Rabbi Akiva said he thought he would be Mashiach. He thought he is Mashiach. That's we spoke about that more than 30 years ago. And Rabbi Akiva had his hopes in Barkeichle, Barkeichle at the end sinned and his city, Betar, and he himself were all destroyed by the Romans. Millions of people were killed, Rachman al-Islat. Nevertheless, the Romans took their bodies after they were killed, and they made, and they used them, as we spoke last week, they used them for fences, to create fences. And the Rachman al-Islat, the blood, was used to fertilize fields for seven years. Incredible tragedy, Shein Kamoy. And we are saying, I tell you, I made it because although they used the bodies as fences around the field, the bodies did not compose. Despite the heat, despite the elements, despite the animals, the bodies did not compose an incredible nest. And they were finally brought to burial, incredible. I tell you, I made it, but nevertheless, we asked the Kasha. And the Kasha was, what does that have to do with benching? Number one. Number two. What does it do with the word lakol? Although it was a tragedy, it was not a national tragedy. Most of Klagi Shaw had already left Eretz Israel. It happened in one part of Eretz Israel, which is Beit. It was a terrible tragedy. 
but it's not on the same level as the man happened to all the Klai Yisrael, which is the first bracha. And the second bracha that we got Eretz Yisrael happened to all the Klai Yisrael. And the third bracha we got the Mesa Mikdash. We got Yushalayim happened to all the Klai Yisrael that does not happen to all the Klai Yisrael. Number one, number two, of course, is the tragedy. What's going on over here? And therefore, why should the words be said? Lako. What does it mean, Lako? Chaim Kinevsky himself asked the Kasha, what does Lako mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to answer this, Rabbi, say what Lako means. Based on what we said, an incredible terrorist from the Meshachachma. The Meshachachma answers, as we said last week, and then I want to continue. Build on the Meshachach. The Meshachach says that this bracha is a bracha that gives us hope throughout the entire Golas, as we said last week, that people would have thought after the month and after Tishrel and after the Beis Migdash, after the Beis Migdash, and after Yushalayim and after Churban Bayasrishan, and we came back to Eretz Tishrel for 420 years. The second Beis Migdash was destroyed. And maybe there was a hope that Beta with Bakaiku would save Kagishel, then he was destroyed. Some fifty or sixty years later, Kagishel had a right to think it's over. It's over. Says the Meshachma. No. Why not? Because there was a nest within the tragedy. The nest within the tragedy was that the bodies did not decompose. The nest within the tragedy was that the bodies were finally brought to burial, and therefore the nest is that a Kurdish Baruch says to us that despite the tragedies, despite being in Gullahs, we do not give up. We do not give up. A Kurdish Baruch is always with us, and therefore perhaps, Chaim Kirievsky's Ha'ara can be answered. Who hated, who made, who, excuse me, I tell you about native, Lakol, Lakol means nationally, nationally, as we went through Rachman and all the tragedies in our history, after the Churban, the second base of Migdush, the Crusades, Chelmanitsky, and Rachman and the Holocaust, people would think it's over, people would think Hashem is not here, Teretz is, he is, he is. He's still here, Lako. Okay, is everybody with me? You hear me and you see me and you heard what I said. <laughs> Somebody acknowledge and just turn off mute for a second and tell me that. Is that okay? Yes. Good. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'd much rather we would be back together in a room. Okay, now. Let's take all of this a step further. Let's take all of this a step further. I want to say two more things depending upon how much time we have. Let's go. Let us go. Let us go. I think that we have a right to say Based on the Meshachachma, something which came to me, again, everything is always interconnected. Always interconnected. First, let me read to you what the Yorach HaShulchan says in Nuchus Birchas Hamos in Simon Kuf Peites Beis. He's speaking about the fourth bracha, this bracha of Atoyim HaMetiv. He says like this, the ikka of the bracha was 
Shaykh to Birchaz Hamazin. Because as we just said, Haruge Peita were brought to Kfura and the bodies did not decompose. As if to say, this means, to teach us. So to speak, is angry at us. He does favors for us. For many years, lying on the ground. Here's what I want to say. Says This is the simon Shakarish will not leave us the oil. Even when we sin, he will not leave us the oil. You will not leave us the oil. What an incredible concept. Once again, Hatoiv Bahamativ Lako. Akadish Bahu is helping all of us. Akadish Bahu is helping all of us. And therefore, Hatoiv Bahamativ Lako, that's why we say the word Lako. Because this means that forever, Akadish Bahu is going to help Kalyashu. Forever, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to help Klai Yeshua. What an incredible bracha. So therefore, HaToiv HaMetiv, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does good that the bodies did not decompose. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does good that the bodies of what were like coal. This, although it was not national when it happened, the lesson, the chizuk, the limud is national. That no matter where we will be, no matter where we are, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be with us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give us chizuk. Amazing thought. Amazing thought. Amazing thought. And then, Rabbi Moshe Meir says a very interesting concept as an addendum to the Meshech and to He says, this was a Holocaust. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people were killed. And Klal Yisrael, he wants to say, turned to the Rabbanim, because remember, for those of you who remember, and all of you do, Klal Yisrael lost the base of Migdash and was destroyed. Rebbechanim and Zakai snuck out in a coffin. You all remember the story. If you don't, please ask me and I'll repeat all the details. Rebbechanim and Zakai snuck out of Yishalayim in a coffin. He came to the Spatian and he was able to save Tainli Yavne Vechachamel. So Moshe Meir wife would like to say that the Jews went to the Gedolim, the Tainli Yavne Vechachamel, and they said to them, they said, Rabbein, Rabbeinu, Rebbe, how do you explain what happened? Look at this tragedy. 50 years after the Churban, Barakayichla said he would lead us. Rabbi Akiva called him Mashiach, and now we lost everything. Men, women, children, decimated, decimated, decimated. And the chutzpah, takes the bodies and makes a fence around the field with them. What's going on? 
So they told him an incredible concept. Hatoiva Hametiv. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hatoiva Hametiv. Very difficult concept to say. A tragedy took place. At that time, the answer is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hatoiva Hametiv. What kind of answer is that? How do you understand that answer? He's a toiva mative that he's going to keep us going. And he's going to be with us. Zok to Meshachachma again. A toiva mative. That Kodesh Bahu, in the midst of the tragedy, he did us this incredible toiva. Zok to Yarach HaShulchan. Simen Shekodesh Bahu, Yazam Esau. Moshimei Weiss wants that on, that they, they verbalize the term a toiva mative, which is really what it says here. Look what it says here. Now last week we mentioned that the Yorach HaShulchan says that why is it that we make this bracha of our toiva metav also on wine? Also on wine. So he says again that this bracha toiva metav on wine is because the Yorach HaShulchan says excuse me, the the, the uh, Meshachachma says, because wine symbolizes another concept. And that is that wine was the drink of the day. Wine was the Coke of the time. Wine was a drink that people used to maintain their equilibrium, to maintain their health. Water wasn't available so easily. Water that wasn't tainted, wine didn't spoil Chazal made a decree. They made a decree. And they said, you can't drink a guy's wine. Haman is the one who said to Achashverosh, if you touch a cup of wine, the Jews won't drink it. If a fly flies into their wine, they'll, pick, they'll throw out the fly and they'll drink the wine. Amazing. Amazing. That decree of not drinking their wine separated us. And again, I'm sorry for jumping back and forth for a moment, but we need it in order to, to go where we want to go right now. The Yerach quotes a medrash that says, Gol so Yehuda, Klai Yeshua went to Golis. Goyim don't go to Golis. What do you mean Goyim don't go to Golis? There have been many countries throughout the world that have been decimated through war. And the citizens have been sent off to different countries or to the captured country. So what do you mean they're not in Golis? Dr. Meshachachma, when a Jew goes to Golis in a foreign land, he can't drink their wine. He can't marry their daughters. To a large extent, he can't eat their breads. A guy, a Frenchman, finds himself in Argentina. He can't go into a bakery. He can't go into a bar. He can't meet a woman. He can do whatever he wants. That's not goldless. It may be uncomfortable. He may miss his family. He may miss his house. He may miss his friends. But he can interact with the people in which he is. A Jew can't. Goldsa Yehuda. Now, here's what I'd like to say. 
This is a combination of things we've been saying, but I never put it together like this. When the Goyim mock us, and they say to us, you Jews, what's with you people? You're out of your minds. You're out of your minds. You have a paraduma, makes no sense. You don't wear shot this, it makes no sense. You have chalitza, it makes no sense. You don't do anything that makes any sense. And the Goyim mock us. They mock us. What do we say to the Goyim? Zerahim ilafonai. V'yein rishus laharacharel. It's a gzera. There are certain parts of life that a Kodesh Baruch Hu decreed upon us and we do not understand why. And we will not understand why until Kodesh Baruch Hu explains it to us. That's the life of a Jew. Gzerahim ilafonai. That philosophy maintains us when we are mocked by the Goyim as to why we do the things we do or don't do the things we don't do. Now that helps us when they mock us. What about when they don't mock us? What about when they're friendly with us? What about when they want to intermarry with us? What about when they want to assimilate with us? You can't say, What do you say then? Says the Meshach that just like during the tragedy of Beta, Klal Yisrael saw that HaKadosh Baruch was still with them via the fact that the bodies didn't decompose and they were finally able to bury them. Hu hadin, says the Meshachachmo. Hu hadin, says the Meshachachmo. That after we answered them and said to them, it's obedience and that's what they have to do, then they came with another taina. We like you. Let's have a glass of wine together. Here's a pie that my wife baked for you with all kosher ingredients. And you look down at the cup of wine, you look down at the pie, and you tell your friend, it's delicious looking! It's delicious looking! But I can't eat it. And I can't drink it. It comes out that we have two defense mechanisms. One is an answer to their mocking. It's Xera. How do we understand what happened this tragedy? We can't understand it. And to boot, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a signal that I'm still with you. And the bodies didn't decompose. The life of a Jew. Aye, but how do I stand up to their advances? No wine. No intermarriage. That tells us, Rabbi Isai, and that gives us the strength that no gives us the strength to be able to withstand. That no helped. It didn't help everybody, but it helped many Jews and many, many Golosin to stay away from the, advan- the advances of the nation in which 
they were jailed, in which they were in Gullus. By side, we need a combination of both, or maybe I would say all three. First thing we need to remember is that when the Goyim mock us, Moinin is from the word ono. Ono means to abuse somebody verbally by mocking them. Oh, what was it like? Says the Shulchan Aruch based on the Gemara. What was it like to eat trephis before you became from? What was it like not to keep Shabbos before you converted? Iser Daraisa. Iser Daraisa. Iser Daraisa. Now we're talking. Goyim say, what is it like to have these crazy laws? Come join us. No. It's not crazy. We don't know the reason, but we know it's right. Fine. Okay, forget that tactic. How do Goyim say, here's bread, here's wine, come join us. Sorry we can't. Why not? Because the Rabbanan said that we can't drink your wine. We can't eat your bread. Why not? Because they don't want us to get too close to you. That will lead to all types of problems up to Rahmat al-Islam and including intermarriage. We don't want that. We don't want it. That's our, our job, Rabbi Say. Comes along a brach and benchy. Based on everything we just said, so why doesn't it mention beferish and benching hatoyv shaleisriach v'ametiv that they were brought to kfura? Because of the covet of the aruge beitar, because of the covet for those people who died, we don't want to mention it explicitly. We don't want to mention it explicitly. Why don't we mention in Shemayin Esrei by the bracha of Shalayim Mircha Baracham in Toshuv? Why don't we mention a Teva Meitav there? It doesn't belong in davening. You can't put it in the middle of davening. That's why by benching, you put it at the end of benching. So now when a person benches, and a person is thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for everything they receive, we have to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thank you because you gave us the, the koyach. You gave us the ability to, for us to be able to maintain ourselves. That's incredible. You gave us the koyach and the ability to be able to maintain ourselves. And without that koyach, without that ability, we would have crashed, given up, and given in. We would have lost, and our children would have lost. So I never thought about this before. It's almost like a one-two punch or a one-two formula. Number one, you want to mock what we do. Kodesh Baruch said that's what we should do. You want to maybe mock what happened to us. Kodesh Baruch was with us. 
You want to try to seduce us? You want to try to get us? You want to try to pull us in? You want to try to assimilate us? On that, the Rabbanan told us, say no to the first step. Say no to the first step. We can't drink their wine. It's kosher. It's kosher. All it is is the juice of grapes that ferments. It's kosher. No. Comes along Rabban and say, no, you can't drink their wine. Can't drink their wine. Can't drink their wine. We could go on. My father, Allah Shalom, had a very good friend who his business associates wanted nothing more than for him to eat with them. So they brought him a steak with the plumber still on it to show him that it was kosher. And then they went to the kitchen to broil it on their tray for oven. You understand at the end he was in a predicament to say that he can't eat it. Somebody else was very much liked by his co-workers and he had a child and they wanted to make him a little party at the office. So they went out of their way to buy entomins only. We had an OU, all the entomins, cakes, and cookies. And they set up a party in the office party room and they brought him in to share with him the entomins and we'll eat together. It was Chalamoy Pesach. Chalamoy Pesach. Yes, Rabbi Sayyid. Even though it may have been only at that generation, nevertheless, it's Lakol. Lakol because it gives us the Kaikas for all of the future generations. I'm thanking you all for giving me the opportunity to learn Torah with you. We should be Zaykhir to continue to do this. And I will let everybody know if there will be a shear next week. Um, I do not know because of Baruch Hashem of all the uh, traveling that I will be doing. So once again, thank you very, very much. Kol Tov.